Today we are continuing with this story of Dave and Reb, which we started last week. They've started unpacking their story. We see where they where they came from, how they grew up, and we've already started seeing lessons that are really practical and applicable to all of us today about finances. But we'll continue unpacking that rich story. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you do so, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive by being an agent of transformation for His kingdom's purposes in your family, in your community, and in your city. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take their next right step so you can actually uncover your financial blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and be prepared for your approaching transitions and goals. I'm Bol Kere, your host, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going to the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca. And while you're there, it would be really nice to just leave a little comment. It's always appreciated to know that you've been out there listening and this is blessing you. And uh, yeah, do that. And you can also catch up on previous episodes by going on Spotify, Apple Podcast, whichever Uh, favorite podcast outlet you're using. So we are back with Dave and Reb, and we will continue unpacking their story. Welcome again, Dave and Reb. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, and yeah. for those of you wondering who who Dave and Reb are, uh, and and still need a presentation, just go back to the previous episode, and you'll catch up on what uh, Dave and Reb are doing, who they are. So, who they are, we are unpacking that right now mm-hmm. through your stories. Yeah. We 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 heard about your upbringing. Uh, Reb, you grew up in southern Ontario, came here at Carleton University to study journalism. And, and get a husband. And get a <laughs> You know, okay, I want to set a few things straight. You're driving me crazy. This is Bold's show. I know. Hey, I'll be nice. I'm sorry, Bold. No. Well, that's good. <laughs> and Dave... You, you, your parents immigrated here and you were born like right a year after they yeah. came here. Um, uh, you grew up in like surrounded by cars, mm-hmm. surrounded by bolts and, uh, and, yeah. and stuff. So you really worked in the automotive industry yeah. um, as a mechanic. Yeah. And you came to, to like you, you landed in the Toronto area and then your parents moved here in Winchester. Yep. You grew up there. You yep. came to the city to kind of further your, your get a skills wife. and get a wife. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. So, yes. so you connected that way through church because you had really a solid faith background as well. Correct. Your brother led you to Christ. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so now you come together and you have these backgrounds. But the question I had was like, it is not at all what you're really doing day to day today, even though I can, I can see some, some of the skills and, and, and that you probably acquired during the journalism study that you're using today, you wrote the book. Yes. And uh, But tell us how life led you mm-hmm. to what you're doing today. Yeah. Well, that would be on me. 
really. Yeah. I mean, on the Lord, but but really, what happened was was yeah. um, in in my automotive career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was working as a technician in the family business. My dad had started uh, the business in 1980, and then um, you know, as is kind of normal in in the. Um, you know, as a son, you, you know, I went out, I got some experience in other parts of the industry working for other people, but eventually, and that was, I would say always the goal was to come back and uh, begin to run the business with my father. And so I was a technician for a lot of years. And then as my dad you know, came to retirement years, we I transitioned more into the management role and the running of the business role. Um, and so did that for a number of years. And then my younger brother, uh, who's six years my junior, joined the, the business. We had two locations. And, and at that time, the question was, would, would he run one? Would I run the other? Uh, we were, in a sense, organizing. Uh, it came to that he didn't really want to run the other business, so we sold that off, and he came and joined me in our, our, our main location. And, uh, and so the two of us then started to work together. And we had a period of about five years where um, we were you know, working together, and, and uh, dad was fully retired, uh, would, wouldn't really come in much into the business, and, and we, the boys, were running it. And then after about five years, uh, there was a real need for reorganizing. Um, what was going to happen? Dad still kind of had uh, roles. It wasn't really clearly defined. And and the more, at that time, I experienced a pretty significant burnout, um, and so we're trying to navigate this transition time uh, along with my burnout. And, and um, the more I pushed and the more we tried to organize and the more we tried to make it work, the more the Lord said, Dave, this isn't actually where, um, where you're going to end up. It's not. It's, uh, and so that transition time, even though at the time I didn't understand it, I can remember many times saying to Reb, you know, we're all Christian men. Mm. We're all smart. Mm. We're, we we all have God that 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 we're saying to serve, and and mm. we can't figure out how we can so like, make d- this work. During so. that time, during that transition, were you already married? Yes, we were, married, four. In, we were married in 1991, okay. and we had four kids under seven, wow. uh, nine years old. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and we had just bought a house. Jeez. And we bought a house in 2006 in August mm-hmm. and um, just a bigger space. Mm-hmm. Dave, at the end of the last uh, your last show, mm-hmm. told about the first house we bought mm-hmm. and how God had, had opened a door for us um, um, mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we moved um, in 2006. And then that fall is when he, he started just unraveling. I, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't. I, I would say mm. that Dave had said yes to the Lord um, mm. for years, mm. but um, I believe that our character development wasn't caught up to where we needed to be mm. in that yes. For sure. Mm. So lots of people can say yes to the Lord, but there's something about your inner walk and your character that we just had to start uncovering and mm. our, our own anger, our own reliance on ourselves. Mm. What did we really worship? Mm. You know, was it, you know, I had, I had stuff alongside him. He said, mm. you know, it, it is, it is, was his, 
was his business mm. shift that led us to more than enough eventually. But mm. there was a lot more going on mm. internally. Anyone who's been mm. through that crossroads before knows what we're talking about. Who, mm. you know, you say yes to the Lord and then he's like, okay. Yeah. And it, and we had said yes to the Lord a number of times. And, and again, just kind of reversing back, mm -hmm. we said yes to the Lord just before we had Mercedes, our, our first child, where mm. we thought, oh, the Lord is taking us in a different direction. Mm. We weren't having children. We couldn't understand why. We mm. prayed. We'd been prayed for. Um, we were anticipating and waiting. And, and, and the minute that we actually had said yes to, to another change, mm. the Lord, she got pregnant. Literally. It was another at, opportunity at, at, that wow. would have taken us down a bit of a different path. And um, yeah, I was pregnant and we couldn't pursue wow. it. Mm. That's another story, but But it did and then I and then we kind of went back to I'm going to be again single family Rebens mm. now had the opportunity to stay at home with mm. then the first child. Mm. Uh, years go by I'm and doing the automotive and and growing our business mm. as I said earlier. And then, um, you know, in 2006, Reb is homeschooling our four, well, three kids. They're <laughs> still a little four. young. Well, no, just, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So. You said something there that I don't want to pass by mm. that very quickly. Let, let me come back on that. Mm -hmm. you, you mentioned, because you got married in 1991. Yes. yes. And, uh, and uh, Mercedes was born when? 1997. 1997. And uh, you said you, you were trying to have a baby, but it, it was, for some reason it wasn't working, and all of a sudden you're pregnant, mm -hmm. and that coincides with a time where you you you're agreeing to go in a direction that where God is calling you to go. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, interesting. It, you know, walking with the Lord is never like black and white. Like mm -hmm. even at the end of the last show, Dave was like, oh, you know, because we decided to live on one income, mm -hmm. God was blessing us. I, mm -hmm. I don't I don't see, especially now that mm -hmm. we work in the field we work in, mm -hmm. you know, you have your path with God and mm -hmm. you do your best with mm -hmm. what you know mm -hmm. in your relationship with God. We were very immature mm -hmm. and you seek the Lord in the best way you know how. And mm -hmm. he does open doors. He does. Um, but I want to be very careful in saying, well, because we did this, God blessed us. Mm. I don't believe that anymore mm. because lots of people are faithful. Mm. Lots of people in other nations. There are a lot of Ukrainians mm. right now who are really faithful mm. and God blesses, but not in this material North American way. Mm. Not that I want to go against what you said, mm. but I, I wanted to clarify that mm. because neither of us really we you seek the lord and we were seeking the lord and we, it was like a door was opening and he had stuff to teach us mm. walking through that open door mm. and then he's like now you're pregnant mm. and you did what i asked you to do mm. but now you're going to stay here for a while mm. and you're going to raise your children and mm. you're not going to do that other thing mm. and and then we're like okay that is a really obvious answer. Mm. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't have pursued it. Doesn't mean we no. weren't hearing. You know, and this is why folks that the all of us have have unique relationship with the Lord. And mm. we really have just because your neighbor is manifesting his walk some way mm. with God doesn't mean you're gonna it's gonna look cookie cutter. Mm. You know, because you tithe 10% doesn't mean you're gonna have a big house and boats and cars. It mm. doesn't it, he's he's not he, he's a relational father. Mm. You ask for bread, he'll give you 
bread. He's not going to give you a stone, but he not, might not give you a boat and a yacht and mm. 12 vacations a year. And mm. I, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about that. And mm. why does my walk with God look different than my neighbors? Because mm. we're different. We have different callings. He has given me different, um, gifts. Mm. And, and that's what we've learned mm. in this journey. And mm. we sometimes, like when we transitioned out and said yes to more than enough, mm. we didn't really know what we were saying yes to. We just mm. followed him one step at a time. Mm. And that's how we got where we are today. Mm. And just this daily trust, this daily, because, you know, you give and you give and you think, God, why aren't you showing up? And then mm. one day, one day he does in this miraculous way. And you're like, oh, and you realize all the way along, this is about an intimate walk with Jesus. Mm. This is about knowing Abba Father. Mm. This is about listening to his spirit lead you. Mm. And and every season is different. And mm. it, it in this time when people are listening today, mm. I just want to encourage folks, you don't have to look anywhere else but up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good word. That's a good word. Yeah. I, I really sense we should pray right now. <laughs> Reb, if you don't mind just praying for those listening right now that are wondering, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Uh, these are all the right things that I'm doing, but I'm not seeing mm. whatever I'm expecting mm. to see in, in my business or in my finances or in my relationship. And, 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 and sometimes I feel like God is, is letting me down mm-hmm. and, and God is not answering my yeah. prayers mm-hmm. and uh yeah. and uh is 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 he a true god yeah. really god and if if we could if if we could if you could like really see god in front of you like god it doesn't work like it did can you pray sure for for someone in that situation sure. today yeah mm-hmm. uh father i just thank you that you are the true God Mm. and that um, in the seasons when it feels for anyone out there listening Mm. who feels like you're not listening or the answers aren't coming um, Mm. the way we expect, Lord, I pray that you would break through Mm. and as you've done in David in my life, and I'm sure in bolds where Mm. you step through and show us that you're still here, Mm. that there is a different plan. There's a, uh, a different way than what we think maybe, mm. but it's good and we can trust you mm. because our walk is daily and you daily lead us on. Mm. So I pray that you would encourage your people, encourage them and open their eyes and understanding to see mm. you at work mm. and that there are blessings all along the way mm. that involve our intimacy with you and mm. our relationship with you. Mm. Lord, help us in this season when we're consumed by worry and fear mm. to trust you, Lord. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> that, like, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> thank you for leading this and bringing us to this point. And uh, we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back after the break. Uh, to continue hearing Dave and Rev's story. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back. You've been listening to Thrive 1110, and we are 
hearing Dave and Rev's story. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's just incredible what Holy Spirit has been doing. And uh, if you missed that prayer, uh, just like listen to this show again. Even if you caught that prayer, you might need that prayer sometime, someday. Mm. So uh, just tune in and catch that that uh, power that was released mm. uh, throughout the prayer that Reb did uh, shortly before mm. we went to break. So back to you, Dave and Reb. Yeah. So so you are you are together. The kids are young. Four kids. And, uh, and uh, you, you are going through a transition. Yeah. It's heavy on you. It's very deep. Well, interesting left where Reb left off. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got to tell this because we, we had just moved into a new house. Mm-hmm. And I had, again, the prayer that we put yeah. before the Lord is, yeah. Lord, we have four kids. Yeah. We love a little bit of extra land mm-hmm. in terms of, of space to run around. Mm-hmm. And I want to be three minutes from work mm-hmm. so that I can be close. I can come home for lunch and I can support Reb and I, because I love you so much. right? Um, and and I was working long hours, to be yeah. totally honest. There's I was a, working long a, hours. There's 12 so. stories in this whole story. Long and short of it is, is, is you know, we make that decision uh, August 2006. Um, and shortly after that, um, my world starts to unravel a little bit. Like I said, I got through a little bit of a burnout. At the same time, we're reorganizing the business. And my younger brother is, uh, how do we integrate him more into the leadership of the business? And we're all of this is going on. And I take a month off um, over the month of December. And then I begin to come back to work as a three-quarter time, um, trying to figure out what the Lord is saying. So I am, um, you know, I'm in this space where I'm, you know, really discerning, but I'm so committed. Mm-hmm. I know the Lord has called me to automotive, to the, the business. <laughs> We, my brother uh, and I go to a, a Christian conference and at this conference is, is the, the, um, um, intercessors. There was a, a breakout session on prayer in the workplace. It was mm. a, a Christian businessman conference and mm. we had prayer was so important to me, even at that point to try and figure out how we could integrate mm. that faith into the business. Mm. And so, um, and Reb's, one of Reb's joys, even at that point, was prayer. And, and so um, at this conference in the breakout session, he, of course, says, well, we've been talking about prayer. Why don't I pray for some of you here who mm. needs prayer? And I, and I am in the middle of, of this thing. I say, of course, pray for me. And he mm. says, the only word I hear mm. for you is that the Lord has said that he's given you more than enough. Mm. And so those words <laughs> now, planted in my heart. Right. So context. This is wow. way before. This is March than- 2006. Wow. 2007 because we oh, left. Seven, yes, right. 2007. So, so yeah, 2007. Fast forward. Wow. Uh, he leaves the business September 2007. Couple months later, he called. I, I have to interject though. No, I, I did not know I was leaving the business. Yeah. No, he did in not April know. 2007. Right. By September 2007, we had uh, decided and arranged, and I had exited the business. And one of the words that the Lord said to me was, is you're going to leave the business. You are going to leave the entire. You're not going to come away with any stocks. You're not going to wow. come away with any of your shares. You're not wow. going to come away with any money. You are not to take anything out of that business. Wow. That is my business, and I'm going to keep all of that there. And so we exited the business going, I have no job. 
I have some savings. So we had some money in savings. The Lord had miraculously supplied $10,000 through an insurance payout for um, that we, again, the Lord in his grace told us to save instead of spend. And we actually listened. And we actually so, listened. So we saved that. <laughs> so yeah, we, we had listening. some money in savings. And, and, and so when I left the business, there were two things the Lord said to me. So one was that um, the verses from Hebrews that said, though Abraham did not know where he was going, he left his family and he went uh, to the place the Lord had prepared for him. We didn't that he would later receive as, as his an inheritance. inheritance. Wow. And that verse stuck with us. So it, that verse stuck with fast us. I'm I'm taken. trying to fast forward. It's a big story. Wow. So, so I leave the business. And the other thing the Lord said very clearly was, "You are not to even think about another job for three months. Wow. I have a plan for you." And so, for the next three months, I spent eight hours a day in the presence of the Lord and my wife and my family, <laughs> grumbling and complaining and trying to figure out what you do when when the Lord does says, wait and stop and get healed up. Of course, I knew there was healing, um, Reb will tell you, and I won't, again, it was a frustrating time for me as a, a worker, as a person who wanted to go. So literally December 1st. As you're going through that, did you have in the back of your mind that word from the March 207 prayer? That word was in my heart with no revelation or no manifestation Except at all. Except that God had given us more than enough. So yeah. it came up in different ways. Wow. And We thought that was money. Yeah. We thought that or, was... Or our uh, children. children. Like or, God would use that phrase mm, with us, but mm, we didn't really know until he called um, Lynn Fraser one day and said, mm. can I tell this quickly? So December yeah. 10th is okay. the... So he, ca- he calls her. He, we have a friend in crisis. She was mm. doing financial fitness seminars. Mm. We have a friend. Do you do any accountability? And then mm. she's like, oh, interesting you say that because mm. I'm thinking about financial coaching, mm. but I have the motto in my, or I have the uh, uh, logo. logo, thank you, mm. the logo and I have the name, mm. um, but nothing else. And mm. he, Dave's like, well, well, what is it? What's the name? Mm. She said more than enough. <laughs> and the logo is a puzzle piece, which is actually, if you look, yeah. this is the, it's a variation yeah. of that, right? There's yeah. the puzzle piece on there. Yeah. Anyway, and Dave... I remember he was in the living room. He hangs up with her and he turns and he said, you won't believe. (laughs) And I had heard. He goes, well, I guess we need to have coffee because. And that was, you know, for me, that that word from April earlier, literally that year had had just been planted there it was a word of the lord for me mm-hmm. and and you know i didn't even really try and figure out how that played out it just mm-hmm. kept resonating and so when with that phone call that was the beginning of my transition to I literally uh, uh, had the conversation with Lynn. Uh, mm-hmm. She was actually going away for a month on a on a mission trip, wow. and so we had enough conversation. And she said, "Listen, if you just manage my office while I'm gone and work on this idea mm-hmm. of what it could be, mm-hmm. this financial coaching, this mm-hmm. helping people in personal finance, it was very very beginning." Mm-hmm. And and so. She left, she came back, I had a program, we'd connected with a a number of people who'd given me uh, some great help and input. I said, here you go, Lynn, this is what you can start with, and you begin your journey of financial coaching, I'm going to go do something else. 
And that was 16 years ago later. So, so February 2008, he had his first first coaching client. And wow. I, there's so much. I don't want anyone to think that we're so spiritual. We were on a journey from the day there was we got, l- like from the day of our birth. Obviously, we all are in growth and we have so many pieces of how God intervened in our life and spoke mm-hmm. to us. And we just kept saying yes. Mm-hmm. And if 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 anybody wants to take anything away that God is faithful, even in our, when we're not listening financially, God is faithful in our yeses and our nos. Um, I read once that he, he went out with the prodigal son. Mm. He didn't leave the prodigal son alone. He doesn't Mm. leave us in our leaving. Mm. He's there when we come back, but Mm. he's always with us. And he's, if we let him, Mm. if we acknowledge him, even when we don't hear right, or we're like, I know, I'm sure your listeners like, well, tell me how to hear God. I don't hear God like that. How does, (laughs) that's that's another, another another journey. (laughs) And I can, and Dave says this pretty clearly. I heard Mm. this. This is what God said. He didn't hear it that clearly. Mm. He was, he'd come and be like, I'm falling asleep and I'm just frustrated. I'm in Mm. God's presence, but I'm sleeping. I said, well, at least you're in God's presence. Maybe you just need to rest. Mm. And then he gets so mad. Like we had a lot of hard things that we it had is. to wrestle through. It is. And, and, and for, for all of you listening, let's transition to our let's get practical section. Yeah. And we've actually already been into our let's get practical section. Let's get practical. Bold. Let's get practical. You know what, you, what you've been saying? Saying yes. Mm-hmm. Even even yes, followed by imperfect action, mm-hmm. followed by imperfect. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. This is what I think. Uh, <laughs> Fumbling around. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I often say, it, you know, our journey is very much just a stumbling forward. <laughs> God is faithful to his yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's faithful to our yes as well. Yeah. We're not so faithful to our own yeses. But, and, but and, the, that, and when you were seeking the mm-hmm. Lord in that time of mm-hmm. those years, mm-hmm. he gave Dave an acronym for our family, mm-hmm. which was Y-E-S, yielded mm-hmm. to God, mm-hmm. established in love, and servant unto death. Wow. And we, yes. we said yes, but you take, <laughs> you take those each one, whoa, yeah. yielded to God daily, mm-hmm. hourly established in love when you're frustrated with the person you're living with Mm because they don't bring in an income or, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or he's right. All of that, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, but we're going to love anyway. Mm -hmm. Servants unto death. Well, what does that mean? It doesn't mean our flesh flat, like physically dying, but our flesh. But it it does, right? Right. I mean, it's the, my desire for a career, my desire for all of those Mm -hmm. things. We, you know, for me in our journey, put a lot of those things to death in light of Mm -hmm. being yielded to God, in light of knowing his love, being established, not in in his love and in the love that he has for us. Mm -hmm. And then, and we made a lot of decisions from the context of, yes, are we yielded to God? Are we established wow. in love? And are we serving and Him? Those, and those yeses are hard some wow. days. Wow. You don't want to wow. say yes, wow. but yep. you just try. You just say, yeah, I've said yes, and I know this is what it means, but I don't like it. And practically, you know, talking about the practical, and, and I know we're coming to the end of the show, I mean, 
connecting and being and saying yes together, right? And looking at our finances and going, there's $500 <laughs> left, um, you know, and there's nothing else, Lord. What are you going to do? We prayed together and, and there were some miracles and there were some times where I just had to go out and do something I knew I wasn't called to, but it made money. Mm. I needed to support my family. And so, I'd say, Lord, do I have grace to go? And I was a limo driver for a while and, and all of that. Wow, so, wow. yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I don't even know how to end this. It's just, it's just time is running and, and we need to end this. So go ahead, go out and do it. You mm. can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. By his grace, you can do it. Thank you, Dave and Reb. You can go to morethanenough.ca and you'll find out all the information about their ministry and also Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. That's Friday mornings at 9 a.m. on CHRI and on your favorite podcast outlet as well. Thank you so much, Dave and Thanks Reb. for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. You've been listening to Thrive 1110, and this is Volkiri. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.